Shalom, Shalom Israel. Yahweh be with you and Yahweh bless you. We want to welcome you to the Truth of Yahweh Bible Study Podcast. And today is our Sabbath and we want to thank you for joining us. And hopefully we can all get some edification through the word of Yahweh. And with that I'm going to turn it over to the brother and elder Josiah. Lead the class as like always. Um, I see a few things, and then we all we, we, we also hear from uh, this uh, brother, um, brother Yakar, being Israel, also. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to go back and, and put some, uh, put some things down here. Uh, do we had a, a little discussion on a little earlier about the pestilence? Uh, we uh, we went into the uh, uh, and to Miriam, we know that's uh, Esau's descendant. But we went to Miriam Webster's dictionary to find out the meaning of pe- uh, pestilence, and it's uh, the meaning of pestilence is a contagious or infectious epidemic disease that is virulent and devastating. Mm. Okay, now I want I got a couple of scriptures that I want to go to uh, because I want to I want to uh, uh, prop this up. Uh, you, we, we, we must believe what the word of Yahweh, the some called God, say. That's what we. That's our, that's our first uh, obligation. Second Ezra fifteen forty nine. Second Ezra fifteen forty nine. And I'm gonna say a few things on pestilence and uh, brother, uh, whatever brother has prepared. Did he, he say that? Second fifteen forty nine. Second Ezra fifteen forty nine. I will send plagues upon you, widowhood, poverty, famine, sword, and pestilence to waste your houses with de- destruction and death. So he's led you right there. He said he's going to send all of these things. He's going to send the plagues upon us. Uh, so they said, well, you know, they made it in the laboratories, this and that and the third. So that's just that's just foolish talk. Uh, Isaiah chapter 8, verse 14. Let's set this up, this pestilence up. And uh, see what it has to say according to the Bible. Isaiah. Go eight. ahead. Eight and what? 14. 14. Eight, 14. And he shall be for a sanctuary, but for a stone of stumbling and for a rock of offense to both the house of Israel, for a gin, and for a snare in the inhabitants of Israel. Uh-huh, to make them fall. Now, go to Romans, the ninth chapter. Romans 9, 31, uh, read 31 through 33. Romans, the ninth chapter, verse 31 through 33. Romans 9 and uh-huh. 31, mm-hmm. 31. But Israel, which followed after the Torah of righteousness, has not attained to the Torah of righteousness. Mm-hmm. 32, wherefore? Because they sought it not by faith, but as it were by the works of the Torah. For they stumble at that stumbling stone. Uh-huh. 33. Mm-hmm. As it is written, look, I lay in uh, Zion, to see the day we, a stumbling block, a rock of offense. And whosoever believes on him shall not be ashamed. See, they're going to stumble because they, these are the Israelites here that he's talking about. They disobey. That's why they're going to stumble. 
uh, what's also, um, uh, which is also what they're uh, destined for is stumbling. It's going to happen. Okay, let me go back and uh, I want to validate some of this book. Go to a Barak 2.27. The Bible stands on its own, family. We, got, we just got to simply obey and believe what the word has to say. Barak 2.25. Barak, the second chapter, verse 25. Barak 2 mm -hmm. and 25. Mm -hmm. As lo, they are cast out to the heat of the day and to the forest of the night. And they died in great misery by famine, by the sword, and by the pestilence. Now, um, uh, let me just say this while I, I'm thinking about it. Brother Yakar, going to share with you uh, 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 what's available, you know, through the te this teaching ministry. Uh, so that's who, that's who you'd be wanting to get in contact with, Brother Yakar Ben Israel. And um, uh, I'm, I'm sure he'll, he'll let you know everything that, uh, that has to be uh, known and everything. Now, uh, let me go back over here and uh, go to a second family. Go to Second Chronicles 29. Just trying to get a couple of questions answered that has been asked. Second Chronicles 20, verse 9. Brother Daniel, brother Daniel up in here? Mm -hmm. Okay. Second Chronicles 20 and 9. Second Chronicles 20 and mm -hmm. 9. Mm -hmm. If when evil come upon us as a sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we stand before this house in your presence, for your name is in this house, mm -hmm. and cry unto you in our affliction. Then you will hear and help. Mm. See, the man is telling you right there, when we stop being low down, Yahweh got us. He's, he's in nothing, no sneak attacks. He's in nothing, low down. This man is not mm. into sin, period. Mm. And he's, he's not going to help us sin. And he said, I haven't, I haven't tempted you or taught you to sin. You're doing this all on your own. Sac that same second Chronicles, the seventh chapter. This is how they get out of the pandemic right here. Seventh chapter, verse 13. Second Chronicles. Chronicles 7 and 13. Yes, ma'am. If I shut up heavens, that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence upon my people. Go 14, read. 14. If my people, which are called by my name, shall if humble. My people that's called by my name. Mm. My people, not called by the name that Esau gave them, mm. not called by hey, what's going on, dude. What's up, dog? You got it. Pig and all of this stuff. <laughs> all, all these old foolish things. If if we stop been getting sidestepped, sidetracked, if my people mm. that are called by my name, look what the man said. Go and read. Shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. The man told you right there, if you stop being low down, this thing will go away. All of the vaccines in the world can't stop what Yahweh has to do or what Yahweh want to do. All right? Can't stop it. In fact, Leviticus 26 and 40. Here's, here's another solution. These are solutions that we're talking about. Another solution for your pandemic, for your plague. What is that? Leviticus 26 and 40. If they shall confess their iniquity 
Mm. And the iniquity of their fallen and their trespass, which they trespassed against me. And that also they have walked contrary unto me. 41. And that I also have walked contrary unto them and have brought them unto the land of their enemies. If then their uncircumcised mind be humble and, th and they then accept of the punishment of their iniquities. 42. Then will I remember my covenant with Israel and also my covenant with Isaac and also my covenant with Abraham. Will I remember and I will remember the land. And I remember the land. Ezekiel. Look what the seal Ezekiel. Yeah, he made a statement. The seventh chapter, verse 15. Ezekiel 7, 14, 15. Seven, seven and fifteen. Ezekiel. The sword is without, and the pestilence and the famine within. He that is in the field shall die with the sword, and he that is in the city, famine and pestilence shall devour him. Hmm. See, this thing was set up to do exactly what it's doing. Deuteronomy 32, 39. Is set up to do exactly what it's doing. Uh, I heard the y'all to say it, uh, it's doing what it do, what it do. Oh, it's doing what it do. You know how you know they go with all mm -hmm. the goofy terms, mm -hmm. you know, and be swaying is new. But uh, uh, go on, go on read. Deuteronomy yeah. thirty-two and thirty-nine. 30, yes, ma'am. See now that I, even I, am uh, He, uh, and there is no Yahweh with me. I on, kill and I make a lie. Now He told you who doing the killing. He said, he kill, and he make alive. Go on, read. I wound, and I heal. Neither is there any that can deliver out of my hand. So, and ain't nothing you can do about it. You can come up and say, well, the name of this thing is, uh, uh, they got, instead of coming up with different names. Mm -hmm. It's the same doggone plague. It's the same pestilence. We are plagued with a pestilence. And Yahweh said, look, uh, since you're getting all smart mouth and everything like that, he said, look, I sent it. Mm -hmm. Go to Amos 4 and 10. Amos the 4th chapter verse 10. Uh, Amos 4 and 10. It's no, it's, no, it's no one particular individual got the information cornered up. And if, if you believe that, don't believe that. It's not true. 4 and 10. Amos 4 and 10. Amos 4 and 10. Yes, I have sent among you the pestilence after the manner of the land of bondage. Your See. young men have us slain with the sword. Mm. 13. And I, 13. Mm -hmm. For lo, he that formed the mountains and created the wind and declared unto man what is he what what is his thought that maketh the morning darkness and treadeth upon the high places of the earth. Yahweh, the Yahweh of hosts is his name. The Yahweh of hosts is his name. Mm -hmm. Death who keepeth us. Death who keepeth us. The plague, the, the pestilence off of us. It ain't got a doggone thing to do with no shot. Yaqua is doing this. Amos mm. 4 and 5. Amos 5 and 4. Amos the fifth chapter, verse 4. Amos 5. For thus said Yaqua unto the family of Israel, Seek you me and you shall live. Seek Yaqua and you shall live. We just read over in Chronicles. First seek you. The kingdom of Yahweh, and everything will be added. 
He said, I give you life, but you got to seek him. He don't owe us anything, family. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah 28 and 8. Look at what, uh, 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 what's been before the series, uh, what, what, what the series before Yahuwah, what they didn't see. I guess that's a good way of uh, explaining it. Jeremiah 28 and 8. Jeremiah 28 and 8. Yes, ma'am. The seers that have been before me and before thee of old prophesied both against many countries and, and against great kingdoms of wars of evils and of pestilence. Uh-huh, and of pestilence. They prophesied of all of this and of pestilence. So the, the seers of Yahuwah, that's what they do. Uh, look at what Yahuwah, uh, look how uh, Yahuwah accomplished uh, his anger on us, family. Ezekiel again, the uh, sixth chapter, verse 11. Look at how Yahuwah accomplished his anger on us. Look how he deal with it. Look how he accomplished it on us. Ezekiel 6 and 11. Ezekiel. Thus says Yahuwah, smite with your hand and stomp with your feet and say, Alas, for all the evil abominations of the house of Israel, for they shall fall by the sword, by the pest, by the famine, and by the pest. That's if they escape. Verse 9. 9. And they that escape of you shall remember me among the nations where, you, where they shall be carried captive because I am broken with their whole mind which has departed from me and with their eyes which go on after their eyes. And they shall Horn after their idols, they departed from Yahweh and started horn after their idols. Hmm. And they their idols might be a hoe, might be money. <laughs> but they start horn after their idols. See, look, uh see, Yahweh heard the, the prayers of the right. In fact, let's read it. Go to Psalm 34 and uh 17. Psalms 34, 17. Psalms, the 34th division, verse 17. Psalms 34, 17. The righteous cry, and Yahweh hear, and deliver them out of all their troubles. See, out of all of their troubles, the righteous cry, and Yahweh hear them, and deliver them out of all their troubles. Go to Psalm uh, 107, in, uh, like verse 6. Psalms 107, number 6. Psalms 107. And six, then then they cried unto Yahweh in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distress. See, they cried out to Yahweh, not to some person in their trouble, and then he delivered them out of their distress. You don't let nobody tell you there is nothing mm. impossible with Yahweh. All things are possible with Yahweh. And he, had, you know. He, he, he came in and he healed us and he delivered us before, but I guess that's the same thing he got to do all over again. Go to Nehemiah 9 again. Mm. Nehemiah, the ninth chapter, verse 26. Mm. We want to know why these plagues, this pandemic, uh, 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 whatever they call it, uh, be on us. Here it is right here in your book. It's in your Bible. 
Deuteronomy the ninth chapter, verse 26. Nehemiah 9, 26. Nehemiah. Nevertheless, uh, they were disobedient and rebelled against thee uh -huh. and cast your Torah behind their back uh -huh. and slew your seers, which testified against them uh -huh. to turn them to you. Yes. And they walked grateful revelation. Go on, read. 27. Therefore, you delivered them into the hands of their enemy who vexed them. And in the time of their trouble, when they cried unto you, you heard of them from heaven. Mm. And according to your manifold mercy, you gave them a savior who saved them out of the hands of their enemy. 28. But after they had rested, they did evil again before you. You see how you see how Israel do. <laughs> as soon as we get blessed, we can't wait to be thrown right. out all over again. Mm -hmm. all, all, all over again. We can't wait to be low down all over again. He delivered us, and we went right back to the same doggone fool thing. Go on, read. Therefore left you them in the hand of their enemies, so that they so they had dominion over them. Yet when they returned and cried unto you, you heard of them from heaven. And many times did you deliver them according to your mercy and testified against them that you might bring them again unto your Torah. Yet they uh, dealt proudly and listened not until your Torah instructions, but seeing uh, against your judgment, which if a man do, he shall live in them and withdraw the shoulders and harden their necks and would not hear. 30. Yet many years did you forbear them and testified against them by the spirit and your seers. And see, sometimes we forget about what Yahweh brought us out of. We talk about all the miracles when the miracles happening. But when the miracles don't, when the miracles get old, we forget them. We forgot uh, the, the, the old guy that was trying to shoot you in your face. And Yahweh intervened and, and, and made the guy jump in the car and, and go home or whatever. We, we can't forget this stuff that this man is doing. Yes. Because you know, you, you know, you know, he, you know, he's uh, uh, taking care of you. You know, he's uh, is protecting us. We know that. What, what number are you on? I'm on 30. Okay, go on. Read all the way through 37. Go on. Read. Would you th Yet would they not give ear. Therefore gave you them into the hands of the people of the land. See, hard-headed Negroes ain't just invented. They still would listen. But when you start raking off in that booty, hmm. they start trying to hear something. Go on, read. 31. Nevertheless, for your great mercy's sake, you did not already consume them nor forsake them. For you are gracious and merciful, Yahweh. 32. Now, therefore, our Yahweh, the great, the mighty, the terrible Yahweh, who keep it covenant and mercy, let not all the troubles seem little before you that has come upon us, on our kings, on our prince, on our priests, and on our seers, and on our fathers, and on all your people since the time of the king of Assyria until this day. Mm. 33. Howbeit you are just in all that is brought upon us, for you has done right, but we have done wickedly. 34. Neither have our kings, our prince, our priests, nor our fathers kept your Torah, nor listened to the Torah instructions and your testimonies. Wherefore you did testify against them. 35. For they have not served thee in your kingdom and in your great goodness that you gave it them and in the large and in the fat land which you gave gave it uh, the, uh gave them uh neither turned they from your wicked works 36 look we are servants this day 
and for the land that you gave unto our fathers to eat the fruit thereof and the good thereof. Look, we are servants in it. 37, and it yield much increase unto the kings who you have set over us because of our sins. Also, they have dominion over our bodies and over our cattle at their pleasure. We are in great distress. They got dominion over your body. That's why they tell you now, roll up your sleeve and take a shot or you can't eat at this restaurant. Mm. Roll up your sleeve and take a shot or you can't come to this service station. This is, listen, Yahweh is, he, he, go to John, St. John 5 and 14. St. John, the fifth chapter, verse 14. He met this brother at the, at the, uh, at the temple and look what he did for him. 5 and 14, St. John. St. John 5 and 14. Afterward, Yahweh the Son finding him in the temple and said unto him, Look, you are made whole, sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon you. See, he said, Listen, now I done made you whole. Go and sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon you. Don't worry about all the wicked, corrupt stuff that these folks going to do, because when Satan and these people, they will do any satanic thing. Mm. But you still got Yahweh. Yahweh is still on the throne. When the devil and these people, Yahweh is still on the throne. Yes. Okay. Uh, go to, uh, go to uh, uh, Psalms for me. Uh, 91. Psalms 91. And pick it up at 1. Psalms. Psalms. Yes, 91. 91. Uh, and 1. He that dwelt, Psalms 91 and 1. He that dwelt in the secret place of, of Yahweh shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Continue. Read all the way through 16, sis. Two. I was saying to Yahweh, he is my refuge and my fortress, my Yahweh, and him will I trust. Three. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowl. And from the newsome pestilence. For he shall cover you with the feathers, and under his wings shall you trust. His trust shall be your shield and your buckler. Five, you shall not be afraid for the terror by night, nor by the arrow that flies by day. Six, nor the pestilence that walk in the darkness, nor the destruction that wasted at noonday. Seven, a thousand shall fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand but it shall not come near you. Eight, only with thy eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Nine, because you have made Yahweh, which is my refuge, even Yahweh, your inhabitations. Ten, there shall no evil befall you, neither shall any plague come near your dwellings. Eleven, mm -hmm. for he shall give his ministering spirits charge over you to keep you in all thy ways. Twelve, they shall bear they shall bear you up in their hands, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Thirteen, you shall thread upon the lion and adder. A young lion and a dragon shall you trample under feet. Fourteen, because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high, because he has known my name. Fifteen, he shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. 16, with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. And show him my salvation. Read number six again. 
Six, nor the pestilence that walk in the darkness, nor for the destructions that wasted at noonday. The pestilence that walk in the darkness, that's the, the stuff that's floating around that air that you can't see. Verse three, verse three. Three, surely he shall deliver you from the, the snare and the fowl and from the nuisance pestilence. Now, let's get some, let's get some facts uh, 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 on this pestilence again. And it's in... Uh, that we're being played with. Second Estrus, uh, some are being played with. I ain't gonna say we. I'm not gonna include myself because uh, Yagua so far has been defending and protecting us some kind of serious. Mm -hmm. Second Ezra 1527. Second Ezra 15 and 27. For now are the players come upon the whole earth, and you shall and shall remain in them. For Yahweh shall not deliver you. Because you have sinned against him. See, he said, it's the plague is everywhere. Everywhere you look on TV, they talk about this and we're going to do that and this and that. He said, it is gonna, it's going to remain. Mm -hmm. Don't that mean stay? That's right. So when you get to talking about, well, we got 6% over here and 3% over there and 92% over there. The Bible just said, it shall remain until it accomplished what Yahweh sent it to accomplish, family. That's what you got to understand. We just read over in Deuteronomy, uh, I mean, uh, 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 32 and uh, 39. He killed. He make alive. He won't. Look at verse 5. The same second of the 15, 5. 5. Look, says Yahweh, I will bring plague upon the world, the sword, the famine, death, and destruction. Verse 11. 11. But I will bring them with a mighty hand and a stretched out arm and smite the land of bondage with plagues as before and will destroy all the land thereof. Now the same second Ezra, look at chapter 16, verse 8. 16, second, eight. second uh -huh. Ezra, 16 uh -huh. and 8. The mighty Yahweh sent the plagues and who is he that mm. can drive them away? Mm. Keep that in mind. Where they come from now, you got people talking all kind of foolish talk. Oh, they made it in the laboratory. If they made it in the laboratory, you just heard what the Bible said, huh? Mm -hmm. If they made it in the laboratory, who sent it? Yeah, all right, all right. Look at 14, verse 14. Verse 14. 14. Look, the plants are sent and shall not return again until they come upon the earth. Uh-huh. Verse 16. 16. Like as an arrow which is shot of the mighty archer return not backwards. Even so, the plagues that shall be sent upon the earth shall not return again. They, they ain't going to get it reverse and go jump in the garbage can. It ain't going to happen. What it said 19? 19. Look, famine and plagues, tribulations and anguish are sent as scourgers for amendment. See, he tell you what he sent, the famine, the plagues, and all is for, to beat your tail. Mm -hmm. And he doing it. It's happening. Right? Right. Look at verse, uh, those what, 19? Yes. Look at 37, verse 37. 37. Look, the plagues draw near and are not slack. Uh-huh. Verse 5. Five plagues are sent to you, and what is he 
that may drive them away. Ain't nobody gonna be able to do nothing with it. Tough guy. You know, these guys talk that tough talk and they just wither up like a, a, a bait up in that hospital bed. Talk that tough talk, but look, you got to do some tough walk. The talk ain't gonna get it. Look at verse 39. 39. Uh-huh. Even so, shall not the plagues be slack to come upon the earth? And the world shall mourn and sorrow shall come upon it on every side. And that's what you're looking at right now. Just in case you didn't know what you're looking at. They, they're mourning on every side. People are dying like flies. All of this stuff. And, you know, and he told you, I sent it. Now what you going to do about that? Go somewhere and cool your heels. And set your set your feet in a, in, a, in a bowl of Kool Aid or something, cause you 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 you're out of your you, you're out of your pay grade. Uh, talking crazy about what the man that created heaven and earth is doing. All right, if we if we obey what he tell us to do, we don't have to worry about any of this stuff we were reading about. Mm -hmm. The same Second Ezra chapter thirty nine verse uh, thirty eight, uh, verse twenty eight rather. Thirty nine twenty eight. Uh -huh. Same Second Ezra thirty nine twenty eight. I tell you what, 2 Maccabees 9, 5, and 11. And uh, uh, Brother Yakar, I'm going to hand it over to you, brother, when we get to read these two verses. 2 Maccabees chapter 9, verse 5 and verse 11. 2 Maccabees number um, 9, 5, and 11. Five, but Yahweh Almighty, the Yahweh of Israel, smoke him with an incurable and invisible plague. For as soon as he had spoken these words, a pain of the bowels that was remnantless came upon him in sorrow torments of the inner parts. Eleven, here therefore, being plagued, he began to leave off his great pride. And to come into the knowledge of himself by the scourge of Yahweh, his pain increased every moment. So, so that's just letting you know right there. The people ain't just started being low down. They, they think they're slicker, but they, they, they've been low down all the time. You know what I'm saying? They've been plotting against Yahweh and Yahweh since the beginning of the time. Go to Psalm uh, uh, 21. I, I, I knew, uh, brother, brother, I hope you're ready. 21 verses 1 and 2. Psalm 21. I mean, I, I said 21. Psalms 2, 1 and 2. Psalms mm -hmm. 2, 1 and 2. Uh -huh. Why do the nations rage and the people imagine a vain thing? 2. The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against Yahweh and against his anointing, saying, See, they taking counsel against Yahweh and his anointing. The devil is the devil. He used whoever allow him to use them. Mm -hmm. Know that. Uh-huh. And, and uh, he said, uh, Yahweh said, I hate every false way. So if it's a lie you're protecting, Yahweh hate that. Brother Yakar. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We need to hear from you a little bit here, and then I'll come back with a maybe a scripture or two 
And, and, and maybe we won't do a long night tonight. We do a long day, long day tomorrow. Brother, your car is on you, brother. All right. I want to say shalom, everybody. Happy Sabbath. Yahweh be with you and Yahweh bless you. And uh, we give all honor and praise to Yahweh and Yahweh the Son. And I just want to say um, great, great lesson, Elder. Great lesson. And I also want to uh, inform everybody that the podcast is up. You can um, check it out on at Spotify. It's the truth of YHDH. And it's available when you're available. Uh-huh. So with that being said, um, I'm going to chime in on what you were speaking on. Um, but I'm going to, I don't know, let's let the Bible talk. Let's go to Ephesians 6 and 12. Ephesians 6 and 12. Uh-huh. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, see, we read this scripture all the time, and we think on the level that we live upon. But this scripture, this this one verse, is, is powerful because it's speaking about a whole lot more than what we really uh, put our minds to think to think on. Let's go to Deuteronomy 32 and 8. We're going we gonna, to uh, tap into that a little bit because the spiritual wars is what we're going to go over today, the spiritual wars. These principalities that's in high places, those are ones we really got to watch out for. Deuteronomy 32 and pick it up at 8. Deuteronomy 32 and 8. When Yahweh divided into a nations their inheritance, when he separated the sons of Adam, he set the bounds of the people according to the number of the children of Israel. So he set the bounds of the people according to the number of the children of Israel, nine. Nine for Yahweh's portion is his people. Israel is his is the lot of his inheritance. So it say that Yahweh's portion is Israel. Israel is Yahweh's inheritance. So the other nations, what do you feel about them then? But Israel is Yahweh's portion. Yes, sir. Sirach, let's go to Sirach seventeen seventeen. Get a second witness on it. Sirach 17:17. For in the division of the nations of the whole earth, he set a ruler over every people, but Israel is Yahweh's portion. Oh, okay. So Yahweh set a ruler over all the nations. So mm. each nation got their own ruler over them, but That's Israel right. is Yahweh's portion. That's right. Let's go to Jubilees 15 and 32. Jubilees 15 and 32. But over Israel, Yahweh did not appoint any minister, uh, spirits, or spirits, for he alone is their ruler. And Yahweh will preserve them and require them at the hand of his minister and spirits and his spirits, mm. and at the hand of all his powers, in order that Yahweh may preserve them and bless them. And that they may be his, and he may be theirs for his forever. So, so we see that Yahweh, when he said that he put a ruler over the other people, we read now that Yahweh put ministering spirits and spirits over the other nations. Mm-hmm. But Israel, 
he didn't put nothing over because Yahweh rule is. Let's go to Daniel 12, I mean 10 and 12. Because when we talking about um, spiritual wars and wickedness in high places and these principalities, that's what we talking about. Does rule in these nations, the spiritual beings that's over these nations. And the Bible tell us about that. Let's go to Daniel 10 and 12. Daniel 10 and 12. Then said he unto me, fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that you did set that mind to understand and to chastise yourself before your Yahweh, your words were heard, and I am come for your words. So Daniel, because of his righteousness, immediately once he started praying, Yahweh had already sent um, uh, ministers to go and to talk with Daniel. 13? 13. Mm -hmm. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes came to me, came to help me, and I remained there with the king of Persia. So when we read and said the prince of the king of Persia withstood him one and twenty days. Now we're talking about mm -hmm. spiritual powers right here. Mm -hmm. And he said that the that the um the minister spirit Michael had to come, the chief prince had to come and help him to deal with the prince that was over the kingdom of Persia. Let's go to Nahum one and five. Because a lot of times, like I said, we read these scriptures, but we may not fully understand when they say that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness. In high places. Let's go. Let's go to Nahum one and five. Nahum one and five. The mountains quake at him, and the hills melt, and the earth is burnt at his presence. Yeah, the world and all that dwell therein. Six. Who can stand before his indignation, and who can abide in his fierceness of his anger? His fury is poured out like fire. And the rocks are thrown down by him. So we read this talking about Yahweh. It said that who can stand before his indignation? Who can mm -hmm. refuse the word of Yahweh? Who can abide in the fierceness of his anger? So what we read about is that we see that he set spirits above the other nations, but yet and still they can't resist his power. Right. Although he may give them power to do what he wants them to do. They can't refuse Yahweh's power because nope. he's still in charge of the whole show. Yes, Let's sir. go to Daniel, back to Daniel 10 and pick it up at verse 20. Daniel 10 and 20. Then, then said he, Know if you wherefore I come unto you, and now I will return to fight with the prince of Persia. And when I am go forth, lo, the prince of Grecia shall come. So he said, I'm going to go fight with the prince of Persia. Then after I get through fighting with the prince of Persia, then the prince of Greece going to come. 21. But I will show you that which is noted in the scriptures of truth. And there is none that holdeth with me in these things, but Michael, your prince. But Michael, your prince. Now skip over to Daniel 11 and read verse 1. Daniel 11 and 1. Also I, in the first year of Darius, the Mede, even I stood to confirm and to strengthen him. Now that's the same minister spirit 
that was talking to Daniel in the 10th chapter, when we go to 11, he said that he stood with Darius the Mede and to confirm and to strengthen him in his battles. Now, what we're reading about here, we're reading that this same spirit, the same one that's speaking with Daniel is helping Darius. And we know that the Mede and the Persian was one empire. They was the second empire that came in after, after the Babylonians. And the statue that Daniel saw, the head of gold was Babylon, and the chest that was silver is the Medo-Persian empire. Mm. Now, um, from there, let's go to Proverbs. Proverbs 21 and verse 1. Proverbs 21 and 1. The king's mind is in the hand of Yahweh as the rivers of water. He turning it where, wheresoever he will. So we, this is as further letting us know that not only do Yahweh control the whole show, he control the people who he put in the play. So yeah. all of these kings that he putting in these nations and these spirits that he got over them, he controlled the minds of these kings and turned them whatever so which way he want them to turn. So yeah. if the king or the president of the United States say, look, roll up your sleeve, it's Yahweh that's testing your faith to see whether or not you're going to trust in him or trust in that needle. Mm -hmm. It's Yahweh's doing. Yes, sir. So, when we know this book and we understand these precepts, we shouldn't have no issue in trusting in him because he laid it all out before we even start playing the game. Let's go back to Daniel 11 and 2. Daniel 11 and 2. And now I will show you the truth. Look, there should stand up yet three kings in Persia, and the fourth shall come by far richer than they all and by his strength through his riches he shall stir up all against the realm of the greeks against the realm of the greeks so when we read that we're going to read a little bit of history here and you can find this in your uh any encyclopedia you got um you can pull this up on your google just you can just type in darius the great and it says darius the great was the third persian king of the Ascomedian Empire, reigning from 522 BC until his death in 486 BC. He ruled the empire at its peak, when it included much of West Asia, parts of the Caucasus, parts of the Balkans, Thrace, Macedonia, and Paeonor, most of the Black Sea coastal regions, Central Asia, as far as Indus Valley in the Far East, and portions of the North, Northeast Africa, including Egypt, Eastern Libya, and the coastal Sud and the coastal Sudan. So this guy, he he ran, he had it all. The whole what they call the Mediterranean. Darius ascended the throne by overthrowing the legitimate Achaemenian monarch Berdia, whom he later fabricated to be an imposter named Guamata. Mm -hmm. The new king met with rebellions throughout the kingdom and quelled them each time. Mm -hmm. A major event in Darius' life 
was his expedition to punish Athens. Now, Athens is Greece. To mm-hmm. punish Athens and Eritrea for their aid in the lone and revolt and subjugate of Greece. Mm-hmm. Although ultimately, ultimately ending in failure at the Battle of Marathon, Darius succeeded in the resubjugation of Thrace. Expansion of the empire through the conquest of Macedon, which is Macedonia, the Cyclades, the island of Naxos, the sacking of the city of Eurasia. The defeat at Marathon marked the end of the first Persian invasion of Greece. Darius began preparation for a second force, which he would command instead of the first one. And instead of this time, he wasn't going to use his generals, but he himself was going to lead the pack. Darius died, thus leaving the task to his son Xerxes. Now, Daniel died. Daniel the Seer died in the 6th century BC. That's early. That's the 500s. The early 500s BC, Daniel the Seer died. But yet, Daniel prophesied all this before Darius, which was the third king of Persia, was even in existence. He wasn't even born. He wasn't even born yet. But we read this same thing that happened in the book of Daniel. Now it goes on to say, in 329 BC, Alexander the Greek records two great flying shields. Alexander the Greek records that these flies, this is another article, it's titled Alexander the Greek records the two great flying shields. Now, in this battle, we're going to read the shields that Alexander said came to prevent him from taking over um, Tyree. Alexander the Greek records two great silver shields spinning fire around the rims in the sky that divided repeatedly at his army as they were attempting a river crossing. The action so panicked his elephants, his horses, and the men that he had abandoned the river crossing until the following day. Alexander the Greek was not the first to see them, nor was he the first to find them troublesome. He's talking about the shields. He tells us two strange crafts that divided repeatedly at his army until the war elephants and the men and the horses all panicked and refused to cross the river where the incident occurred. Mm-hmm. What did the things look like? His historians mm-hmm. describe them as great shining silvery shields spinning fire round the rims, things that came from the skies and returned to the skies. Now you see that? Daniel saw, I mean, Alexander the Greek, he saw the same shields or the same um, spears that Ezekiel saw. Mm-hmm. But yet, but yet, though these shields, these um, circular objects that Ezekiel saw, they were actually fighting against Alexander the Greek and preventing him from conquering Tyre at that time. Now, we got to think about now: Why would Alexander the Greek be trying to conquer Tyre when he had already conquered most of the area surrounding Tyre? Now it goes on to read, it says, King Hiram of Tyre, that's who they call um, Hiram of Biff, King Mm -hmm. Hiram of Tyre famously supplied cedar from the forests of Lebanon, as well as other materials, and even skilled workmen. 
For this, Hiram was well paid. And you can read that in 1 Kings, the fifth chapter. Now, one expert that contributed to the great wealth of Tyree was purple clothing, the dye. The dye that they used to make purple clothing. Now, we've mm-hmm. been going over this purple for a couple of, mm-hmm. couple of sessions here. Mm-hmm. And we know that the purple was a color created by Satan the Duck. And Tyree was the only place where you could go to get this color purple, this dye, to make purple garments. It says that was one of the great wealth of Tyree was just having that purple dye. Mm -hmm. And it says, which came to be known as Tyrian purple. Mm -hmm. This was the most precious dye of its time. Mm -hmm. In large part because of the great amount of labor required to produce even small amounts. Mm-hmm. The people of Tyree, along with the people of his neighboring city of Sidon, are generally called the Phoenicians. Mm-hmm. Culturally, the Phoenicians were Canaanites and spoke a variation of Canaanite language and worshipped variations of the same idols as the Canaanite people in Israel. The fertility idol, commonly referred to as Baal in the Bible, was commonly worshipped in, in, in Phoenicia, along with its attended practices of ritualized prostitution, sex worship, and infant sacrifices. The particular Baal deity worship in Tyree was named Melkart. The Greeks saw Melkart as a variation of their own demigod, Hercules. Mm. This connection to the Greek divine hero myth will play a role in the city's downfall. Alexander's request was simple. He wished to sacrifice to Hercules and Tyree. The Phoenician's idol, Melkart, was roughly the equivalent of the Greek Hercules. The Tyrians recognized that the Macedonians ploy to occupy the city and refused, saying instead, that Alexander was to was welcome to sacrifice Hercules in old Tyree, but not in new Tyree, because they said you ain't gonna pull no Trojan horse on us. You acting uh-huh. like you come to worship Hercules, but yet and still, after you get done worship, you're gonna turn your swords on us. See, they was uh-huh. up on game. Uh-huh. It says that the, the Tyrian Baal worship of Melkart seems to have been introduced into the 10 tribe kingdom of Israel during the reign of King Ahab. Mm. Ahab unwisely made a marriage alliance for the daughter of the Phoenician king, Sidon, named in the Bible, mm-hmm. Ithabal. In the Bible, Sidon is named Ithabal. Mm-hmm. Ithabal means with Baal. Ithabal's daughter, of course, was the infamous Jezebel, an aggressive promoter of the worship of Melkart and a vicious opponent to the worship of the Most High Power, mm-hmm. Yahweh. So mm-hmm. what we're reading about is that this Alexander, in order to get in Tyree to worship Satan, he wanted to get closer to Satan because Tyree was close with Satan because they had that purple dye. So ta- mm-hmm. Satan was teaching them how to do all of this. They said, we read and we read about the spiritual worship they was doing, mm-hmm. the uh, the sex worship, the infant sacrifices. That's what they was doing in Tyree. And guess what? Alexander wanted in on that because he wanted Satan to be his dad. 
Uh-huh. So he was trying to get in Tyree, but as he trying to cross the river to get in Tyree, the menacing spirits came with those ships that we read about, them two spears, and kept them from crossing over into Tyree. Now, let's go back to Daniel 10 and 20 and see what the Bible say about it. Daniel 10 and 20. Daniel 10 and 20. Then said he, Know of you, wherefore I come unto you, and now I will return to fight with the prince of Persia. And when I am gone forth, lo, the prince of Greece shall come. So this minister spirit that spoke with Daniel said that it was going back to fight with Persia because the Greeks was coming. Uh -huh. We just read it in history and we lined it up with the Bible. Uh -huh. Let's go to Daniel 4 and 17. Daniel 4, 17. This manner is by the decree of the watchers and the demand the word of the righteous ones to the intent that the living may know that Yahweh ruled in the kingdom of man and give it to whomsoever he will and set up over it the basis of man. So Yahweh give who he want to give the power of the earth. And at this time, the Mediterranean was the earth. Mm -hmm. Now from now, let's go to Daniel 11 and 1. So now we got a little bit of understanding on the same minister spirit that spoke with Daniel in the 10th chapter is and they said that he was going to help the Persians, but then was going to help the Persians fall. Now let's go to Daniel 11 and pick it up at verse 1 because it explains the whole thing here. Daniel 11 and 1. Daniel 11 and 1. Also, I, in the first year of Darius the Mede, even I, stood to confirm and to strengthen him. And to strengthen him, go ahead. Two, and now I will show you the truth. Look, there shall stand. Up yet three kings in Persia, and the fourth shall be far richer than they all. And by his strength, through his riches, he shall stir up all against the realm of Greece. All against the realm of Greece. Now remember, Darius was the third king. But we read here, he said they was going to have four kings. What Darius' son was called Xerxes. Now you can see about Xerxes in that movie 300. They got that's Xerxes in there, the Persian king. That's Xerxes. Go ahead and read. Four, and a mighty king shall stand up that shall rule with great dominion and do according to his will. Go ahead. Four, and when and when he shall stand up, his kingdom shall be broken and shall be divided towards the four winds of heaven, and not to his prosperity nor according to the, his dominion which he ruled. For his kingdom shall be plucked up even for others besides them. So it said that a mighty king was going to stand up. That mighty king that stood up was Alexander the Greek. And we all know that Alexander the Greek had a short realm. He had a short run at being king. And then his kingdom was broken up into four, his four generals. But the scripture tells us that those four generals, they was going to have dominion but their kingdom shall be plucked up, even the four that came after him. Let's go to 1 Maccabees 1 and 1. Because mm -hmm. the Bible tells us whole story that yep. history lay out 
But mm -hmm. they don't tell you that all of this was prophesied before we yeah. happened. Mm -hmm. But when we read history and we understand the scriptures that Yahweh gave us, we can line up history with the Bible. Mm -hmm. Like the scriptures tell us, prove all things. That's what we're yeah. doing. We proving mm -hmm. all of the Bible, letting you yeah. know that yes. if you believe and you walk with Yahweh, you ain't yeah. got nothing to worry about. Because we had to lay the whole thing out before it even happened. That's and right. By just like he said it was going to do, and mm -hmm. Esau put it in his history books, but left Yahweh out of it. Let's get 1 Maccabees 1 and 1. 1 Maccabees 1 and 1. And it happened after the Alexander son of Philip, the Macedonians, who came out of the land of Chittim, had smitten Darius king of the Persians in Medes, that he ruled in his stead, and first over Greece. Uh, go ahead. Two and made many wars, and won many strongholds, and slew the kings of the earth. Three, and went through the ends of the earth, and took spoils of many nations, insomuch that the earth was quiet before him. Whereupon he was exalted, and his mind was lifted up. Four, he gathered a mighty strong host, and ruled over countries and nations, and kings, who became tributaries unto him. Five, and after these things, he fell sick and perceived that he should die. Six, wherefore he called his servants, such as were honorable and had been brought up with him from his youth and parted his kingdom among them while he was yet alive. Now those, now when they say he gathered his honorable, those the four that the kingdom, that he divided his kingdom to, those four <laughs> rulers, go ahead. Seven. So Alexander ruled 12 years and then died. Eight, his servants bear rule every one in his place. Nine, after his death, they all put crowns upon themselves. So did their sons after them many years, and evil were multiplied in the earth. So after they would die, they would give a crown to the young, to their kids, mm -hmm. so that they so that their dominion would keep on going from generation to generation. And a mm -hmm. lot of times they would use the same name. Like they would say, well, Ptolemy the first, Ptolemy the second, Ptolemy the third. Go ahead. Ten. There came out of them a wicked root, Antios, surnamed Epithius, son of Antios the king. See, so this Antiochus Epiphanes, he was the son of Antiochus the king. Go ahead. Who had been in hostage at Rome, and he ruled in the hundred and thirty and seven years of the kingdom. Of the Greeks. Of uh, the kingdom of the Greeks. Now let's go back to Daniel 11 and pick it up at verse 5. Daniel 11 and 5. And the king of the south shall be strong and one of his princes, and he shall be strong above him and have dominion. His dominion shall be a great dominion. Now the king of the south is Ptolemy. Now, when, when Alexander died, he split it into four kings, four of his generals. One was Ptolemy, the other was Cassander, the other was um, Seleucid, and the other was, um, you know, what was his name? Let me see, Ptolemy, Cassander, Seleucid, and um, it skipped my mind. But go ahead, go ahead and read. I'll think of it in a minute. Six. 
And in the end of the years, they shall join themselves together. Lysimachus. That was the fourth. Lysimachus. Go yeah. ahead. Six. In the end skip to 11. Skip down 11. 11. And the king of the south shall be moved with Kohler. Now there's Ptolemy. Ptolemy is the king of the south. Go ahead. And shall come forth and fight with him, even with the king of the north, and he shall set forth a great multitude. But the multitude shall be given unto his hand. Now the king of the north is Antiochus. Mm -hmm. So that Ptolemy and Antiochus became the two great powers. The other two kings, they kind of was weak. They kind of took sides and really didn't, didn't, you know, didn't grow into nothing. But it was the king of the north, which was which was uh, from the Seleucid tribe, and they saw through the generations was Antiochus, and the king of the south was Ptolemy. He pretty much ran all of Egypt and the surrounding areas. Go ahead and read. Um, 12. And when he had taken away the multitudes, his mind shall be lifted up, and he shall cast down many thousands, ten thousands, but he shall not be strengthened by it. He ain't going to be strengthened. Go ahead. 13. For the king of the north shall return, and shall set forth a multitude greater than the former, and shall certainly come after certain years with a great army and with much riches. So the king of the north he going to come and he going to take over the, the Ptolemies and they area. 15. So the king of the north shall come and cast up a mount and take the most fenced cities. And the armies of the south shall not withstand, neither his chosen people, neither shall there be any strength to withstand. So the king of the north got more powerful after many battles and he wound up taking over Ptolemy, and the, which is the king of the south. Now let's go to 2nd Maccabees. Five and one. Because remember, we're talking about spiritual powers in high places. And that Yahweh got spirits and ministers above all of these nations. And when they do battle, it's Yahweh that decides who gonna win and who gonna lose. Mm -hmm. Second Maccabees five and one. Second Maccabees five and one. About the same time, Antiochus prepared his second voyage unto the land of bondage. Two, and then it happened that though all the cities from the space almost of 40 days, there were seen horsemen running in the air and clothed in gold and armed with lance, like a band of soldiers. So what they saw, they saw horsemen running in the air. These horsemen are Yahweh's chariots. They saw the chariots in the air, clothed of gold and armed with lances like a band of soldiers. Go ahead. Three, and troops of horsemen in array, encountering and running one against another with shakings of shields and multitudes of spikes and drawing of swords and casting of darts and glittering of gold ornaments and harshness of all sorts. And harnesses of all sorts for? For, wherefore, every man prayed that their apparitions um, might turn to good. So every man prayed that the apparition that they saw would turn to good, meaning to help them in the battle. Because when they saw this in the air, they didn't know what to think. They was all scared, but they knew that they didn't have the power to not only fight against it or to resist the power that Yahweh was displaying. And this, these came at the time of Antiochus during his second voyage into Egypt 
which was the land of Ptolemy. But they were coming to help Antiochus to defeat Ptolemy. Now let's go to 2 Maccabees 3 and pick it up at verse 1. Second Maccabees 3 and 1. Now, when the righteous cities was inhabited with all peace, and the Torah were kept very well, because of the yakwalliness of Onassis, the high priest and his haters of the wickedness. Four. Four. But one Simon of the tribe of Benjamin, who was made governor of the temple, fell out with the high priest about disorder in the city. Go ahead. And when he could not overcome Onassis, he got him to Apollyon, the son of Thesa, who then was governor of Seleucus and Pelonites. So Six. we're talking about the Greeks. So this one, Onias, he got mad because, well, this one, um, this one, this one guy, Onias was the high priest, and everything was running good and smooth in Israel. But mm -hmm. Simon, he got jealous of Onias, and because he couldn't fight or overthrow Onias, he went to the Greeks and joined in with the Greeks. Go ahead and read six. And told him that the treasures of Israel was full of infinite sums of money, so that the multitude of their riches, which did not pertain to a account of the sacrifice was innumerable and that it was possible to bring all into the king's hand. Go ahead. Seven. Now when Apollyon came to the king and had shown him of the money whereof, he was told the king chose out Hilonassus, his treasures, and sent him with a commandment to bring him the forsake money. So this, uh, this Greek, Apollonius, he went to the king and said, look, them Israelites got a whole lot of money. And, mm -hmm. and he had a little bit of it to show him. And he mm -hmm. said, look at the money. Look at the treasures they got there. We can go down there and get all the money and bring it back here. Go ahead and read. Well, skip down to 13. 13? Yes. Bahaladosa because of the king's commandment gave him, said that in any wise it must be brought into the king's treasure. He wanted the money. Go ahead. 14. So at the day which he appointed, he entered in to order this matter. Wherefore there was no small agony, agony. agony. agony throughout the whole city. So when he sent his people there, because the king once he saw them riches that Israel had stored up, he said, man, we're going to get all that money. So he sent in his soldiers there, and they said it was no small agony throughout the whole city. That means they went and whooped and was torturing Israelites trying to get hold to this money. Mm -hmm. Skip down to verse 22. 22. 22. Then they called upon the almighty Yahweh to keep the things committed of truth safe and sure for those that had committed them. So if so, the Israelites, they called upon Yahweh to help them because 
they couldn't defeat the king and his army. Remember it said that it was much agony throughout the city. So they couldn't fight against them. They didn't have the power. So they called on Yahweh. Go ahead and read 23. 23. Nevertheless, Hellenistus executed that which was decreed. 24. Now, as he was there present himself with his guard about the treasure, Yahweh the spirit and the priests and the princes of all power caused a great apparition so that all that presumed to come in with him were astonished at the power of Yahweh and fainted and were sort of afraid. So now remember we read that Yahweh sent that same apparition to help Antiochus to take over Ptolemy. But now when this old wicked Israelite went and he tried to get them to, to get the Greeks to come against Israel, they mm -hmm. prayed to Yahweh and he sent the same apparition to mm -hmm. help Israel. Go mm -hmm. ahead and read. 25. For there appeared unto them an horse with a terrible rider on him and adored with a very fair covenant. And he ran fiercely and smote at the Hellenistics with his forefeet. And it seemed that he that set upon him, upon the horse, had completed harshness of gold. Mm. Go ahead. 26. Moreover, two other young men appeared before him, notable in strength, excellent in beauty, notable. and notable mm -hmm. in strength, excellent in beauty, and comely in appearance, who stood by him on either side and scored him continuing and gave him many sore strikes. So they came, these minister spirits came and started whooping the Greeks, 27. Yep. yep. 27. And the horlistic fell suddenly upon the ground and was compassed with great darkness. But they that were with him took him up and put him into a litter. Go ahead. 28. Thus, thus him that later came with a great train and with all his army until into the said treasure they carried out, being unable to help himself with his weapons and manifest they acknowledged the power of Yahweh. So they couldn't carry the gold out because they was getting whooped so bad they couldn't take none out of there. And then they acknowledged the power of Yahweh. Go ahead, 29. For he, by the hand of Yahweh, was cast down and lay speechless without all hope of life. 30. But they praised Yahweh they had honorable honor his own place. For the temple which, which a little afore was full of fear and trouble, when the almighty Yahweh appeared, was filled with joy and gladness. Uh-huh. Go ahead. 37. 31. I mean, 31, I'm sorry. Then straightway certain of the Hellenistics, friends prayed Onassis that he would call upon Yahweh to, <clears throat> to grant him his life, who lay ready to give up the ghost. So this same Heliodorus, the Greek, after the minister spirits whooped on them, and they saw the power of Yahweh, and they couldn't carry none of that gold and none of the riches out of there. Then that same wicked Greek, turned to Onias, the, the high priest, and said, man, pray to Yahweh for me that he may give me life and save me from dying. Mm -hmm. 32. 
So the high priest suspected lest the king should misconceive that some treasure had been done to the Hellenistics by the Jews. Israelite offered a sacrifice for a wealth of the people of the man. So the same high priest, he turned, he said, you know what? Because he didn't want the king of the Greeks to bring more soldiers and feel like, you know what? We didn't did them too bad around here. He prayed that Yahweh have mercy on this guy and the help for the health of this man, the same man that came and tortured his own people. Go ahead and read 33. 33. Now as the high priest was making an atonement, the same young man in the same clothing appeared and stood beside Hellenistus, saying, Give Onassis the high priest great thanks, insomuch as for his sake, Yahweh has granted thee life. Had granted you your life, because they were finna kill him. Go ahead. 34. And seeing that you had been scorned from heaven, declared unto all men the mighty power of Yahweh. And when they had spoken these words, they appeared no more. And they left after that. So y'all see the power that we have to be able to call and tap into these minister spirits to come and help us in battle against when we don't have no power or no might against our enemies. We got the power to call minister spirits that's ready. Yes, All you got to do is say the word. That's but right. you got to believe it. Let's yes, go to yes. Psalms 35 and 3 because David knew something about it. Psalms 35 and pick it up in verse 3. Psalms 35 and 3. Draw out also the spear and stop the way against them that persecute me, saying unto my soul, I am your salvation. Go ahead. For let them be confounded and put to shame to seek after my soul. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion that devise my hurt. Let them be turned back that try to do something to me. Go ahead. Five, let them be as chafes before the wind. Let the ministering spirits of Yahweh chase them. Let the ministering spirits chase them. Not let my brother down the street with that 38. No. Or my auntie that got that 25 on the bed with two bullets in it. Yeah. No, I'm calling on Yahweh to send them ministering spirits that's going to chase them. To yeah. chase away your enemies. Go ahead and yeah. read. Six, let their way be dark and slippery. And let the ministering spirits of Yahweh persecute them. Seven, for without cause have they hid up from me their net in a pit, which without cause they have did for my soul. They done laid traps for Israel. Go ahead. Eight, let destruction come upon him at unawares, and let his net that he have hid catch himself, until that very destruction let him fall. Until that very destruction let him fall. That's a powerful prayer. That's a powerful song. If you say that Psalms in your time of need and you write with Yahweh, the minister spirits going to jump up. Like they told Daniel, boy, before you even started praying, we was already sent here to help. Mm. We read about how Yahweh can help whoever he wants to help, but he definitely helped his and he helped the other nations to put them in the way to do what he wants to do. Yeah. What he won't done in the earth. That's right. Let's go to Daniel 4 and 17. Daniel 4, 17. This matter is by the decree of the watchers and the demand of the word of the righteous ones. 
to the intent that the living may know that Yahweh ruleth in the kingdom of man and giveth it to whomsoever he will and set it up over it, the basis of man. And that's who we got ruling the earth right now, the basis of men. Yep. So Israel's fall, we got the basis of men Peace. ruling the earth. And that's yep. why the earth is in the shambles that it's in. That's right. They ruling because of our punishment for our wickedness. Like the brother just told y'all, Israel will repent and then turn right back and do the same thing. Yeah. And for that, Yahweh put the bases of men over the earth. Uh-huh. And that's why you living like you live. That's why your taxes like your taxes is. Mm -hmm. That's why this man doing to us what he wants to do to us. Yes. And ain't nothing we could do about it. But pray okay. to Yahweh. And if right. you be right with Yahweh, you got a hedge about you. Ain't uh -huh. no point of you fearing about nothing. Nope. Because we see and we read who in charge of the whole thing. Yeah. Second Ezra 11 and 39. Second Ezra 11 and 39. Are not you it the remainest of the four beasts whom I have made to rule in my world that the end of their times might come through them? And that beast, that fourth beast, who ruled it, who Yahweh said that I made to reign in my world. Boy, I set you up to mm. rule in my world to yeah. bring forth the end of the times. Yes, That's sir. Romans 9 and 13. Romans 9, 13. Romans 9, 13. As it is written, Israel have I loved, mm. but Esau have I hated. Esau have he hated. Not only did he say it in Romans, we could read that in Genesis 17. For yep. the scripture said unto Pharaoh, even for this same purpose have I raised you up, that I might show my power in you, that and that my name might be declared throughout all the earth. And that's why he hardened Pharaoh's heart. When he sent Moshe into the land of bondage, he hardened Pharaoh's heart to not listen to what Moshe told him. Even though he saw all of them plagues, he still would not let the people go. Mm -hmm. That's because Yahweh hardened his heart because yep. he wanted to whoop on them some more. Uh -huh. So just like they coming with all of these vaccines and the plague keep coming back, that's because Yahweh want to whoop on them some more. Yes. Go ahead and read. 19. 18. 18. Therefore, have the mercy of whom he will have mercy, and whom he will, and whom he will he harden. That's right. He had mercy on who he won't, and whom he want to harden, whom he don't want to hear, he closed their ears. 19. You will say unto say then unto me, why does he yet find fault? For who have resisted his will? Who can resist the will of Yahweh? 22. Mm. 22. What is Yahweh willing to show his wrath and to make his power known, endure with much long suffering the vessels of the wrath fitted to destruction? Fitted for the destruction. So Esau, the same one he said he hated, that we started the, the verse off with at 13, that's the man that's fitted for destruction. Mm. 
Yeah. He enduring all of this long suffering, all of this foolishness that Esau did throughout the earth, making every nation uncomfortable, putting his democracy and spreading his democracy across the four corners of the earth. Yahweh said he, he dealing with that with long suffering to mm -hmm. build this guy up. So the whole world would think Esau so powerful that can't nobody touch him. Just mm -hmm. so y'all could knock him out in an hour. Yes, sir. And bring his whole kingdom down. Yes, sir. So the whole world uh, know who Yahweh is and who yes, Yahweh's people is. Yes, sir. Let's go to Numbers 22 and 21. Numbers 22 and 21. And Balaam, Balaam. Balaam rose up in the morning and saddled his ass and went with him the prince of Moab. So this Balaam, this was a uh, this was a priest that this guy, this Moab king, he wanted him to curse Israel. So mm -hmm. he sent messages to Balaam and said, look, I need you to curse these Israelites because they're getting too powerful. Uh -huh. So Balaam got up in the morning and saddled his ass. Go ahead, 22. 22, and Yahweh's anger was kindled because he went, and the ministering spirit of Yahweh stood in the way for the, adverse, the adversaries against him. Now he was riding upon his ass, and his two servants were with him. Uh-huh, go ahead. 23, and the ass saw the ministering spirit of Yahweh standing in the way, and his sword drew drawn in his hand, and the ass turned aside out of the way and mm -hmm. went into the field. Balaam smoked the ass to turn her unto the way. So he on his ass and he's strutting along and the ass see the minister spirit of Yahweh with the sword out. Mm -hmm. But Balaam don't see. So the ass turned off and said, well, I know it better than to go that way. He turned off and went into the field. So Balaam slapped him. Go ahead, 24. 24, <laughs> the spirit of Yahweh stood in the path of the vineyard. A wall being on his on this side and a wall on that side. Go ahead. 25. And when the ass saw the minister spirit of Yahweh, she thrust herself into the wall and crashed Bella's foot against the wall and he smoked her again. So the ass trying to get away, trying to get out the way of this right. minister spirit. And and, and Balaam steady whacking on him like, man, go on, go fall. But uh -huh. the ass say, man, look. I don't care what you do to me. I'm not walking that way because that's the power over there. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So he messed around and smashed this guy's uh, foot against the wall. Go ahead. 26. And the minister spirit of Yahweh went further and stood in a narrow place where where was no way to turn, neither to the right hand or to the left. So now he done moved up on the ass, on the donkey. He's so close up on him. That he can't go left, right, backwards. He trapped in between this tight space. Go ahead. And when the ass saw the minister's spirit of Yahweh, she fell down under Balaam. And Balaam's anger was kindled. And he smoked the ass with the staff. So the ass just dropped down and fell on top of Balaam. Now he whacking it with his with his staff. He mad. He want to kill it. Go ahead. <laughs> opened the mouth of the ass. And she said to Balaam, what have I done unto you? that you have smitten me these three times. Now we know that asses don't talk. Nope. And Balaam should have known that, listen, man, donkeys don't talk. 
So if a turn around and start talking to you, you that should get your attention. Yeah. But it didn't get his. Go ahead and read. 29. And Bellum said into the ass, because you have mocked. Wait a minute. He talking back to the donkey? Go ahead and read. <laughs> I went there with a sword in my hand. For now, would I kill you? He said, man, if I had a sword, he said, you complain about me whacking you. You lucky I ain't got a sword. I'll kill you. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Ass said unto Bellum, am not I thy ass, which am not thy ass upon which you have written ever since I was dying until this day? Was I ever walk to do so unto you? And he said, no. He said, man, I've been with you since you was little. And you've been riding on my back. I ain't never did nothing that you didn't ask me to do. Where you at? 31. Go ahead. Then Yahweh opened the eyes of Balaam, and he saw the ministering spirits of Yahweh standing in the way, and his sword drawn in his hand, and he bowed down his head and fell flat on his face. And he fell flat on his face. Because after all of that, then Yahweh opened his eyes and he saw that minister spirit right there and he couldn't do nothing about that. And that's what I'm trying to tell y'all. That's the message. It's a minister spirit above you right now. Yeah. They waiting for you to call on them in the time of need or waiting to smack you upside your head when you going off. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, from there, let's get one more. Let's get First Chronicles 21 and pick it up at verse 11. See, Yahweh got ministered spirits around. That's mm -hmm. why we read that the spiritual battle, it's a spiritual battle, spiritual warfare in high places. It's things going on that you don't even understand or know that's going that's on. That's right. That's right. That's bro. above you at all times. That's right. That's right, bro. Bear witness on everything you do. Yeah. So when you stand in front of y'all, why it ain't going to be no time to be talking about you didn't, you didn't. Boy, they going to roll the tape, pull the receipts yep. out on them. Yeah. That's the books being open. That's the yep. new word they use now, ain't it? What are receipts? Y'all, why yeah. got the receipts on you? Uh -huh. First Chronicles 21 and 11. First Chronicles 21 and 11. So Gad came to Dewi and said unto him, Thus says Yahweh, choose you. Choose you, D, because what happened was David numbered the Israelites. And Yahweh said, Don't never number my people. Uh huh. Why? Because his people can't be numbered. Right. And Yahweh don't draw off numbers. No. Yahweh don't draw off numbers. He don't care how many it is of them. Because it could be one or two of you and say, when two or more is, is together, Yahweh the Son is in the midst. That's right. So it don't take no whole lot of Israel that's right with Yahweh to have no power. Mm -hmm. So Yahweh don't want you drawing off numbers. How many men I got? Or should I go to battle because it's only this? Yahweh said, look, don't worry about none of that. I got you. Yeah. Go ahead and read 12. 12. Either three years of famine or three months to be destroyed before their foes, while that the sword of thy enemies overtake you, or else three days the sword of Yahweh, even the pestilence in the land and the ministering spirits of Yahweh, destroying throughout all the coast of Israel. Now, therefore, 
advise thyself what word I shall bring again to him that sent me. So he gave David three options. He said, man, because you have numbered my people, I'm about to do something to you. Now, either you're going to take the pestilence or I'm going to send some people against you. But whatever, you got three choices, advise and let me know what you want. Now, that's favor right there in the cell. That's like your mama used to do. She get, boy, what you want? You want this whooping? You want the punishment? Or you want me to turn take that TV? Or you won't eat tonight? You make up what your punishment going to be. Most of us took the whooping because we know that go away quick. But to be locked in that house, boy, was nothing like a punishment being locked in that house. Go ahead and read. 13. And then we said unto God, I am in the great strait. Let me fall now into the hands of Yahweh. For very great are his mercies. But let me not fall into the hand of man. Because the enemy ain't going to give you no mercy. Mm. Esau ain't going to give you no mercy. No. But Yahweh give you no. mercy. That's why David said, look, let me fall into the hand of Yahweh, because at least he'll let up. That's right. 14. So Yahweh sent pestilence upon Israel, and there fell of Israel 70,000 men. So that's why the plagues not only hit Esau, it hit Israel too. Yeah. Because Yahweh sent the plagues. Yes. Go ahead and read. 15. Yahweh sent the ministering spirit unto Israel to destroy it. And as he was destroying, Yahweh beheld, and he repented him of the evil, and said to the minister and spirits that destroyed, It is enough. Stay now thy hand. And the minister spirits of Yahweh stood by the threshold of Ornan, the Jebusite. So you notice that the minister spirit, he would have kept killing? See, the minister spirit don't do nothing but follow the orders of Yahweh. That's he don't right. ask no question. If Yahweh right. say, go there and kill, he going to kill till Yahweh say stop. That's right. The plague don't stop till the one that sent it put it back in his holster. That's right. 15. And they we lifted up his eyes and saw the ministering spirits of Yahweh stand between the earth and heaven, having a drawn sword in his hand stretched out over Israel. Then they we and the elders of Israel, who were clothed in sackcloth, fell upon their faces. Go ahead. And they we said unto Yahweh, is it not I that commanded the people to be numbered? Even I it is that have sinned and done evil indeed. But as for these sheep, what have they done? Let they let that hand, I pray you, O Yahweh, my Yahweh, be on me and on my father's house, but not on my people, on your people, that they should be plagued. Now that's big for you to throw yourself out there. Mm -hmm. But see, we reading about David, a high and mighty king. But Moshe did the same thing. Mm -hmm. He threw himself down for the people and said, Yahweh, let it be on me. Block me out the book, but don't block them out. But Yahweh told Moshe, look, I'm going to blot out whoever go off, but I ain't yeah. blotting you out. That's right. Get down to verse 20. 20. And Ornan turned back and saw the ministering spirit. His four sons with him hid themselves. And Ornan was threshing wheat. Now they started, they made a, they made a sacrifice. They made a sac an altar to make a sacrifice for Yahweh because the plague was killing so many Israelites. But this Ornan, the priest, he looked back. And when he looked back, go ahead. 20, 21. 
And as Dewi came to Arnon, Arnon looked and saw Dewi and went out of the threshing floor and bowed himself to Dewi with his face to the ground. 26. 26. And Dewi built there an altar unto Yahweh and offered burnt offerings to and peace offerings and called upon Yahweh. And he answered him from heaven by fire upon the altar of burnt offerings. 27. And Yahweh commanded to minister spirits and put hit put up his sword again until the sheath thereof. So the minister spirit put the sword back into the sheath. But before then, he was gonna keep killing. Long as Yahweh gave the green light, boy, it might but not have been an Israelite left. But that's how they do orders. These are people that you can call upon that's going to come and do battle for you, that'll kill and slay and chase your enemy like we read in Psalm 35. These minister spirits is wait on you to call, and they there to help you and work for you and go to battle for you against your enemies. 2 Kings 6 and 8. 2 Kings 6 and 8. Then the king of Syria roared against Israel and took counsel with his servants, saying, In such in such a place shall be my camp. Go ahead. 9. And the man of Yahweh sent it to the king of Israel, saying, Beware that you pass not such a place, for there the Syrians are come down. So the Syrian king, the king of Syria, he was warring against Israel. And as he trying to set up and, and build where he going to camp to do more destruction, the word came and said, look, don't go down now because it's a trap. Go ahead and read 10. And the king of Israel sent to the place which a man of Yahweh told him and warned him of and saved himself there. Not once nor twice. So this king, he could never get through to the people, to the to the children of Israel, because it was like it was always there be warned, and once he get there, they gone. So he like something is going on. Why every time I show up, they done they done already done cut out. Somebody talking. Go ahead and read. Twelve. I mean eleven. Therefore the king therefore the mind of the king of Syria was sore troubled for the for this thing. And he called his servants and said unto them, will you not show me which of us is for the king of Israel? He said, you're going to show me which one of y'all is talking. Somebody in here snitching. Go ahead. Twelve. And one of his servants said, none, my, my Yahweh, O king. But Elisha, the seer that is in Israel, telleth the king of Israel the word that you speak it in your bed chair. He said, man, it's a seer down there. Elisha, he hear everything you saying in your bedchamber. And then he go and he tell the people. It's a seer that's doing this, man. You ain't got nobody around your camp snitching on you. It's a seer that hear everything you say in your bedchamber. 13. 13. And he said, go and spy where he is, that I may send and fetch him. And it was told to him, saying, look, he is a Dothan. He is a Dothan. Go ahead. 14, therefore sent he their horses and chariots and great hosts, and they came by night and passed the city about. So he was so mad, he sent a whole flock of horses and chariots and everything to get this seal. Go ahead, 15. 15, when the servant of the man of Yahweh was risen early and gone forth, look, 
a host can pass the city, both with horses and chariots. And his servants said unto him, at last, my master, how shall we do? And now his servant that was with him, he saw all of them people lining up that showed up. And he said, man, how are we going to fight the battle? All of them, they finna get us. So Elisha said, what? 17. And Elisha prayed and said, Yahweh, I pray you, open his eyes that he may see. And Yahweh opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw and looked. The mountains was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. That's Yahweh's minister spirits. He asked Yahweh to open the eyes of the young man so he could see that they had a hedge about them. That Yahweh had so many chariots around them that couldn't untouch him. Go ahead. 18. And when and when they came down to him, Elisha prayed to Yahweh and said, Smite this people, I pray you, with blindness. And he smite them with blindness, according to the word of Elisha. Go ahead. 19. And Elisha said unto them, This is not the way, neither is this, is this the city. Follow me, and I will bring you to the man whom you seek. But he lead them to Samaria. So Elisha went and said, Man, you know what? I know who y'all looking for, but he ain't here. Follow me, I'm gonna take y'all to him. Now, being that the minister spirits done blinded them, they don't know which way to go. So they gonna follow the one they can see. So they follow Elisha, but Elisha lead them into Samaria. Go ahead, 20. And it came to pass when they were come into Samaria that Elisha said, Yahweh, open the eyes of these men that they may see. And Yahweh opened their eyes and they saw and looked. They were in the midst of Samaria. Now, Samaria is the capital of Israel. So he led them that came to kill him into the capital of Israel. And when Yahweh opened their eyes, they were surrounded by Israelite army. They went and drove their swords to kill Elisha, and Elisha led them. And when they opened their eyes, they were surrounded, and they couldn't do nothing. That's the power of Yahweh. Now, I'm going to read this. This is from an article. You can Google this. It's called The Term Foo Fighter. Now, it says Foo Fighters was used by Allied aircraft pilots during World War II to describe various UFOs or mysterious aerial phenomenon seen in the skies over the European and over Pacific, over the Pacific theaters of operations. Sightings occurred in November 1944, when pilots flying over Western Europe by night reported seeing fast-moving, round-glowing objects following their aircraft. The objects was variously, was variously described as fiery and glowing red, white or orange. Some pilots described them as resembling Christmas tree lights, and reported that they seemed to toy with the aircraft, making wild turns before simply vanishing. Pilots and aircrew reported that the objects flew together in formation, and their aircraft and had and, and their aircraft and behaved as if it were there under in, intelligent control, but never displayed hostile behavior. However, they could not be outmaneuvered or shot down. The phenomenon was so widespread that the lights earned a name in the European theater of operations. They were often called Kraut fireballs. Kraut means Germans. 
but the most part called them Foo Fighters. The military took Sidon seriously, suspected that the mysterious Sidon's might be the secret German weapons, but their investigation revealed that the Germans and the Japanese pilots had reported seeing similar sightings. So they didn't know who it was, so they thought the Germans had some secret type of weapons. They said, man, the Germans got some new ships or something that they're using, and we're seeing them, and we can't do nothing with them. But yet, during their further investigation, they found out that the Germans was running in contact with them too, and the Japanese. What I'm showing you is that Yakwa had his menacing spirits over every war that's been on the face of this earth. He's been controlling all of these wars, dictating who win and who lose. Like it said, we read in Romans 9, through long suffering, he done built Esau and his kingdom up and made it powerful so he can destroy it because he was fit. He was created for destruction. Just like Pharaoh, the greatest empire in the world at that time was Egypt. And he made the empire so great that the people still talk about it today. You can't turn on the, the history channel without him talking about some kind of pyramid. They still can't understand it, how it was built, their technology and all of that. It was Yahweh's doing. That way, his name will still be on the lips of the people this day. Hmm. And therefore, what we're reading about is Yahweh built up America. He built up Esau to run the world because Esau's days are numbered. Yes, sir. That's what I'm trying to show y'all, that it's a spiritual battle that's going on that all you think about is what they talking about, what they're going to do with you. But it's a spiritual battle going on, and Yahweh is in charge. Now, with that, I'm going to go to Psalms, last scripture, Psalms 91. The brother touched on it earlier, and I like it so much that I'm going to go over it again. Psalms 91 and 1. Psalms 91 and 1. Come on. He that dwell in the secret place of Yahweh shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Two. I would say, I would say of Yahweh, he is my refuge and my fortress, my Yahweh, in him will I trust. Three, surely he shall deliver you from the snare and the fowl, and from the nuisance pestilence. Four, he shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings shall you trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Five, you shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that fly by day. Now, the, the terror by night and the arrow that fly by day, that's talking about missiles. That's talking about nuclear missiles. Go ahead. Six. Nor for the pestilence that walking in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasted at noonday. So it's letting us know that in noonday is going to be some attacks. Go ahead. Seven. A thousand shall fall at the side. That's how we know it's nuclear, because it said a thousand shall fall at thy side. At thy side. Go ahead. Ten thousand at thy right and hand. Ten thousand at your right hand. Go ahead. But it shall not come near you. Mm. Only with thy eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked, because you have made Yahweh, which is my refuge, even Yahweh, thy inhabitations. Six, I mean, ten. There shall no evil befall you. Neither shall any plague come near your dwelling. Go ahead. 
11. For he shall give his minister spirits charge over you to keep you in thy all way. And that's what we've been reading about, the minister spirits that he going to send to give charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways, 12. They shall bear you up in their hands, lest you dash your foot against the stone. And they shall bear you up in your hands, meaning ain't none going to touch you. If you be with Yahweh, Yahweh be with you. And with that, I'm going to say shalom and Yahweh be with you. And I'm going to turn it back to the elder and brother, Josiah. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Absolutely. Exceptional, brother. Very, very, very good lesson. Great teaching, brother. Great teaching. Brother Danielle, are you here? All right, Elder Brother Danny, uh, I'm going to ask you, would you close, it, close this class out with prayer, bro? If you don't mind, Brother Danielle, close it out with prayer for us. Yes, sir. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Yahweh, we say thank you for all that you're doing in our life. We thank you for health and strength. We thank you for your word. We thank you for all things. Yahweh, we ask that you continue to watch over us. Continue to direct us and guide us in our walk with you, Yahweh. We thank you for all things. We thank you for protection. We thank you for health and strength. We thank you for, for all things. And we give you all the praise and honor. And Yahweh, thank and right you, saying, Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Okay, with that being said, Yahweh be with you. Yahweh bless you. We'll see you uh, later on today on the uh, Shalom. Shalom. Shalom.